Hello and welcome to Grounded Frequencies. I'm your host Daisy and this is a podcast where we hang out and connect about all things wellness, spirituality, holistic health and slow living. Today we are diving deep into one of my favorite topics ever, beauty. I love to just daydream and think about beauty as a really important valuable quality that oftentimes we're told is superficial or vain and I want to debunk all of that messaging but before we get into that let's just catch up and hang out this is where we catch up and hang out in a grounded space since our last episode I hope everyone had such a great start to the year the weather where I live has been absolutely crazy on Christmas evening we had this crazy destructive storm come through and for the last two days it has been raining and thunderstorming non-stop I have not seen the sun I've been outside I've been walking I've been you know trying to connect to nature but without the sun I'm not myself I couldn't really get to sleep last night either because it was just dark all day long and so by the time it was like six o'clock and you know it was time to start having dinner and stuff I was just like is it I don't feel tired is it time for dinner is it time to go to bed because I'm just so confused what time it is because it's been so dark but I actually probably had the most perfect New Year's Eve we like I said it was thunderstorming so that was really hectic but we watched a movie and my dog fell asleep on my feet and every time I moved my feet she would move her head so they were on my feet and it was just me my partner and her and we just had the house to ourselves it was just so nice and relaxing and just all being together and enjoying each other's company and that is what makes me so happy and truly truly fulfills me in the deepest core of my heart so I don't care about chasing FOMO or having these high expectations for this one night of the year just because everyone else is out and doing things it doesn't matter to me you just need to do what makes you feel happy and relaxed and how you want to bring in the new year and so that's what we did and it was absolutely perfect I honestly love this time of the year because I just feel like collectively everyone's feeling more inspired maybe even more hopeful because a lot of people are getting a little more of a break and spending more time with family and feeling just more energized and it is also summer here in Australia and summer is my favorite time of the year ever ever it makes me the happiest it makes me myself in summer even though right now it is like really hectic storm season and a wet rainy season here but just being outside more I feel like yeah the energy just feels a little lighter slightly slightly as hard as these last few years have been for everyone and how bogged down we can get about the stresses of life but we are here to ground ourselves and relax and yeah now let's get into the actual episode beauty is a topic that I actually just feel so passionately about and I love it so much and I just think it's so funny because before I learned about astrology and what all of my birth chart placements meant and all of the planets I was just following my natural inclinations towards what I was interested in what I loved doing what I had natural talent in and that was always towards like cooking and food and photography and style and decor and design 
these were all things that I just loved in school and I excelled at and I would do in my free time and pursue as hobbies. And then I learned that I'm a Libra sun and a Taurus rising and I'm ruled by the planet of Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty and relationships. And then it just all made sense that this was literally written into the stars and was a part of my purpose and part of why I came to Earth. And that's just one of the reasons why I love astrology, because it is such a powerful tool into understanding yourself even better, which can be really helpful in following your own path and following a path that feels in alignment with your true essence. So I just thought I'd share that because I thought it was fun. And I'm also here to share that the quality of beauty is feminine by nature and it can't be measured. And I think because of this, we are fed the message from the patriarchal society that we exist in that it's not important and it doesn't matter when this is not at all true. And I'm not talking about the commercialization of beauty, the beauty industry or beauty products. I'm talking about just the standalone quality of beauty, which I think is interwoven into our DNA. Beauty is something that we all inherently recognize. It is when we can observe and sense harmony and balance. That is what beauty is. Harmony and balance. That's what we're recognizing. And we see it in nature all around us when the grass gets just the right amount of sunshine and just the right amount of rain we are in awe of its amazing lush color beauty isn't something that can be bought or sold it is something that is already a part of us although i will be touching on the beauty and cosmetic industry at near the end of this episode because it is just an interesting and important part of this entire conversation but it isn't the core of it The core of this conversation is really the loss of beauty that we've seen in our world and how this is affecting the human spirit in ways that are going unaddressed. So as we've moved more towards a patriarchal society, we have seen this loss in culture, in architecture and design. And I think this has to do a lot with the industrial revolution and our obsession with producing more and consuming more, all for basically just increased economic growth. That is the only thing that the governments and corporations who run this world care about, whether it affects us negatively or not. They really do not care, but I care, (laughs) which is why I'm talking about this. But it really just takes a simple observation to see how we have lost this. If you look at a bank that was built in the 1800s you can see that it was carved out of the most beautiful stone there is detailing in every single windowsill and pillars and then you look at a bank that was built three years ago and it's basically just a box with some white walls and these changes in architecture just reflect back to us our values we don't value beauty anymore we don't value aesthetics in this way we value efficiency and profit margins and cost effectiveness and that is basically what our cities and towns are now being designed with in mind is how can we build this the cheapest and the quickest and how does that make us all feel as we're walking around our towns full of little white concrete boxes with absolutely no detail or intention or purpose 
or vision behind them. It doesn't make us feel inspired. It doesn't make us feel happy. We can no longer recognize that balance and harmony in our environments that used to bring us into a state of wonder and awe and connectedness. I would go as far to say as we don't feel connected to our environments anymore because they don't reflect the human spirit. They reflect capitalism. (laughs) And how does this influence the way we interact with one another? How does this influence the way we care for our environment? How does this influence the way we feel and show up in the world? And How does this influence our mental health as a collective population? It's funny that these things are deemed as unimportant, but our cities and our landscapes are reflecting back to us our values, and then our environments are influencing the way we feel. Everything is connected in this way. It's absolutely crazy. And I think these are the things that humans used to understand. They used to understand that when our inner and our outer environments are balanced and harmonious, when they are in a state of beauty, we can relax, our nervous system can calm down, we feel connected to one another, we feel a part of something and a part of a community, and we were more connected to nature, we were in a state of flow and commune with nature but now this change which we have only seen very recently the industrial revolution has only been the what last 200 years which is a blimp in time of all of human history and all of the world's history i think it's funny how we see things as normal and not normal when nothing we're doing is normal our modern lifestyles are not normal we have only been existing in this way for the shortest amount of time and we're living faster than we ever have before everything nowadays is so fast-paced the rate at which we're producing and consuming and shipping and scrolling is all so fast that we don't actually have the time or an opportunity to create from a place of intention i think that's really rare to come across nowadays And it's leaving us all frazzled, it's leaving us all with health problems, it's leaving us all depressed. Even the rate at which we just take our days, like I said in the last episode, most of the time I don't have time to eat breakfast. I don't have time to sit down, take a moment, breathe and feed myself in the morning. That is is not normal and if an entire population is doing this, no wonder we're all triggered and traumatized and at each other's throats constantly. It is really easy to observe imbalances in our modern world and we can very clearly see that we are not living harmoniously because beauty is no longer understood or held as a core value in the way that we are building our world. There was a time recently where I had an experience of wonder and awe and truly felt a sense of beauty when I was observing architecture and it's when I was traveling to Milan in Italy and this was one of my first days in Europe on my trip and we walked into the center of the city where the Duomo is and it was magnificent like I have never been left speechless at a building like you're like oh it's a building but this church literally took my breath away it was so magnificent so beautiful the attention to detail the talent and the craftsmanship and also the time that would have gone in to building that i believe it 
maybe took 600 years from memory to build start to finish and you could just see the time and energy and love and purpose that was poured into this place of worship I am not personally religious but I I want to do an episode on religion but you know it's one of those topics people get funny about but I just have such a love and appreciation for all religions I think that it's so important to have faith especially as the core of a country's culture which we have lost and I think we are suffering because of that as well but I understood I understood because you could feel the vibration in this building you could feel the difference from a lifeless soulless commercial shopping center and the Duomo you know you actually felt something when you were in the presence of this you actually felt something when you were there and I understood it I understood maybe why more people felt connected to God and this is a place where they would go and be with God churches are another great example of this because churches just look like every other commercial building nowadays I don't know if they do in your area but around me they are just little white boxes with a few chairs nothing inspiring nothing that makes you feel in awe or wonder or connected to God or moved it is vibrational this is what I talk about on this podcast everything is vibrational there's a difference between a house and a home because a home has energy it has love it has beauty and nourishment poured into it a house is just a building a church is just a church but the duomo oh my goodness the energy of that place that is what that is what beauty that's what beauty allows us to feel it allows us to feel and to be inspired by our surroundings that's why it's so important it connects us (laughs) you see what i mean you see the point i'm trying to make i'm just like figuring this all out right now as i'm speaking it you know now things are just built is it cost effective is it time efficient who fucking cares does it move you do you feel connected to god do you feel happy and don't even get me started on modern art that's where we're going next we're going from architecture and culture and religion to modern art which is like i said earlier not even art it's just content content everything nowadays is just content think of like the word art and the word content they're completely different and when is the last time that you consumed something and you absorbed something and you felt moved and you felt in awe and you felt a sense of wonder when you were looking at content (laughs) it's just like what is this doing to the human spirit on a collective level it's no wonder that antidepressant sales from pharmaceutical companies are through the roof because We are simply a product of our environment and our environments are just a product of our values and we have it all jumbled up and all wrong, okay? (laughs) Just a little sensitive Venus-ruled soul trying to get my message out to the world on my little podcast. But we have nothing readily available to us to consume that invokes emotion or creates meaning. The intention behind most of the shit, it is shit that we scroll through online is views attention money not 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 any purpose greater than that most of it is just views attention and money and validation which is really sad and yeah that vibration we're consuming it we absorb that and you can feel it because all of these things are so subtle 
but they affect us on all levels. And I think that's why I really like to observe things on a collective scale because these subtleties become so obvious when you multiply them by 20 million, you know what I mean? And this conversation would not be complete without talking about beauty standards. I feel like I'm just in a laughy, jokey, giggly mood now because it's just so ridiculous. And you know when things like truly upset you and you just have to laugh about them to get over it when there is major issues with the loss of beauty that's affecting the whole world and making everyone sad? (laughs) Okay, but, but beauty standards. Okay, I think about this a lot because... In Western culture, there is one beauty standard and we all know what it is. If you're a girl, you probably spend every single day thinking about it and thinking about how you don't look like it, thinking about how you can make yourself look like it and thinking about how you're not good enough because we all do that (laughs) and it fucking sucks. And we have our phases, we have our cycles, we try and accept ourselves, but this messaging is so strong. And it's everywhere you look. Every product they are trying to sell you is so you can move closer towards this one standard that is so unachievable and not realistic and not even a real perception of what beauty is. The beauty standard doesn't capture what real beauty is. And this is where it all goes wrong, especially for young, young girls. That's the sad thing because they they target these young, young girls. I remember having thoughts about my appearance and body when I was like 10 years old and this is another topic that I want to do an episode on because these things are also passed down to us from our mothers and their mothers and their mothers these are things that are so deeply ingrained into us because we've observed the way that the women who have come before us speak to themselves and speak about themselves in not a positive way at least that's been my experience but beauty within people like observing beauty within other people is something that you can feel the same way I was talking about you could just feel it in that in that building in that church in the Duomo you can also feel it when you're around people it's not actually you need to look this one certain way and have clear skin and blonde hair and be super skinny it is I would describe it as confidence a certain type of confidence and also just feeling comfortable within your own skin and you know when you're around those people who just radiate this this confidence and this comfort it's not confidence in an egotistical way where they think they're better than everyone else they just feel truly at peace with who they are and that also puts you at ease that makes you feel balanced and harmonious in a way unless of course Some people feel threatened by this, but for me, these are the kinds of people that I just admire and I adore. I remember a long time ago, I was looking at all of the people that I looked up to. You know, everyone has their role models and, you know, people who they feel inspired by and admire. And a lot of these people for me were artists and even musicians. And I was like, what is it that they all have in common? Why do I look up to these people and it was because they were just so comfortable with expressing themselves truly and authentically and I just admired that so much they could create art and put it out into the world from their hearts and their souls because no one could fuck with them they were so confident and this is this is that is beauty that is so beautiful 
that is an energy and a vibration that makes you feel something and I also think that beauty on a physical level like if we are talking about the physical body like I said we are a part of nature and nature reflects beauty to us when it is in balance and harmonious and this is the same for our physical bodies if we are in balance and living in harmony if we're healthy and well then I think you're attractive like anyone who I see and I'm like oh they they are just sexy it's because they have been in the sun and they've been outside and they've been exercising and they've been taking care of themselves and protecting their peace I'm just like they're just radiating this healthy glow and I don't care what you look like what your genetics are what color hair you have how your skin is it literally doesn't matter if you are in balance and harmony internally and externally you are probably the most magnetic person in the room you can be the most attractive beautiful version of yourself in anybody in any person that's the thing everyone's so unique and different and when you tune into this is when you become so radiant and that is where I have a major issue with the beauty industry and the one singular manufactured version of the beauty standard they've created in order to sell you more products out of your own insecurity that they've created and planted in your head. That is where I have a major issue and this is where I think real beauty and fake beauty get mixed up which leads me on to another one of my theories. <laughs> I have a lot of theories and tangents, that's why we're all here, right? Um, because our modern lifestyles don't support us living in alignment with our physical bodies, taking care of ourselves physically, eating well, exercising, being outdoors, doing all of these things that make our bodies happy, and then also accepting ourselves internally, feeling comfortable in our own skin, feeling confident in expressing ourselves and our true essence. Because our society doesn't support these things, there is already a quick fix on the market. How can we feel beautiful? How can we capture this essence of beauty, but in a completely fake way that's not real because it's not coming from the core of us? It is fake beauty and plastic surgery and the cosmetic industry and every single cure to your insecurity that they're trying to sell you. And it is just wild to me how normalized plastic surgery has become because I feel like back in the early 2000s, it was a little bit of a controversial thing. It was like, oh my gosh, has she had work done? And now it's just like everyone you know, every influencer online has had work done. Most of the time they don't disclose it, but cheek filler, lip filler, boob job, BBL, all of these things, they're not even, they're not even crazy. This is just how people are living now because we've strayed so far away from living in alignment with our true selves, from embodying, embodying these practices that support us and support our health and support this balance and harmony that we all inherently know and recognize and it makes me really sad because on one side of the spectrum you have people who go plastic surgery is fine it's your life it's your body do what you want but then I just see these industries who are so predatory towards women and their insecurities and profit off of them don't forget that these people are making money and they think it's okay to convince you into taking anesthetic getting completely knocked out 
cutting your skin open, like surgically cutting your skin open, implanting pieces of silicon under your skin, sewing it back up, and that is normal. Like, like that is extreme. Do you know how crazy it is to cut your skin open and implant plastic underneath it? Just because you want bigger boobs? Because someone else in a magazine or on Instagram has told you that you're not enough? That to me is just so unethical and it honestly makes me feel sick, especially when considering the health risks and the dangers of these procedures. And I'm so happy to see so many women speaking up about breast implant illness and their experiences with it. Because before I saw this online, I didn't even know that that was a thing or that could happen. And it is scary and I know people with breast implants and I've since passed that information on to them because I don't even know if this stuff is disclosed. And it's also just so wrong that I think a lot of the time people view the plastic surgery industry as something that is helping women. It's helping them become more confident. It's helping them become their best selves when it's putting their lives at risk and preying on their insecurities. And it, oh, it just makes me so upset. If there's anything I could do, it would just make everyone feel safe and loved and enough. <sighs> but in saying that, yes, the cosmetic industry is not the most ethical but there are parts of the beauty industry and this is kind of the area that I love and you know businesses and companies that I purchase from who are actually trying to empower women and you are actually trying to you know bring this essence of real beauty into the world and work with the earth's ingredients to do this who are creating intentional products and that is what I love. I love using those. I feel inspired. I feel creative. I feel happy when, you know, I use my beeswax lip and cheek tint or my eco tan or body oil that is infused with floral essential oils that smells so good and just really hydrates my skin or my zinc oxide BB cream. These are all things that I love and Everything is nuanced. You can't just say this industry is all bad. There are people in that industry with good and bad intentions and let your intuition guide you through this. What makes you feel confident? What makes you feel comfortable in your skin? Are there certain little rituals or beauty routines that enhance certain features of yours or allow you to embrace certain aspects of yourself? Like I'm not big into into you know using all these products because I like to keep things minimal and holistic and really use as little ingredients as possible that is always my number one tip if you want to lower your toxic load and you're looking at changing out your products just use less but one of those little things that I like to do is I love getting my eyebrows tinted and threaded you know it's just one of those things that shapes my face that makes them look more full and then when I want to do them, I will literally grab a bar of like natural organic soap that is just in my shower and I'll get a little spoolie brush and I'll brush it through my brows. And this just acts as a natural alternative to, I guess, brow gel. And that's just one of those things that just makes me feel beautiful. You know, I just feel more put together. I feel ready to face the day. And these things aren't superficial. These things aren't vain. It's not vain to pour energy into your appearance it's not vain to pour energy even into your environment your surroundings your home wanting to make things look pretty and look nice and aesthetically pleasing is completely natural and normal 
and important because, like I said before, what we're surrounded by influences the way that we feel. So in our homes, why wouldn't we want to make the space feel cozy and comfortable and peaceful? And again, this looks different for everyone. Everyone has different colors and styles and patterns and shapes and furniture that makes them feel calm. That looks different for everyone and that is what is so beautiful. These small little things where we can bring self-expression and creativity into our everyday lives is what connects us, is what makes us feel grounded and is what restores that sense of balance and harmony within us which is why beauty is not superficial it's so important so now as we're ending this episode I want to talk about how we can bring this value into our everyday lives and you can do this through the smallest of rituals even in the way that we present our meals this is one of the ways that I always feel inspired and also nourished when my food looks good when I've poured energy and intention into what I'm about to consume, eat, and essentially become, I feel so much better. Instead of just chucking all my food in a bowl and mixing it up and eating it, I love to take my time to place everything correctly. And a pro tip, if you want to make your food look like it's just come from a restaurant, buy just black sesame seeds. Also, sesame seeds, so good for you. And just sprinkle them on top of everything. Like if you have tacos and then you put little black sesame seeds over the guac on top, it looks like it's straight out of a Mexican restaurant. If you put it on some sweet potato or a salad, it always just makes your food look 10 times better. I don't know what it is, but get some black sesame seeds. That's how we can bring beauty into the world. (laughs) Even just what cup you choose to drink your morning coffee in. Like I have my favorite pink keep cup with my name on it and that just makes me so happy that brings a sense of joy into my day it's basically a small act of rebellion I always talk about this on my tiktok I always say a small act of rebellion is go get your food from the farmer's market and pay them in cash put cash in the hands of the people who are growing our food but another small act of rebellion I would say is to do things with intention infuse everything you do with energy instead of rushing around and trying to do as many things as you can and be as productive as possible why don't we just move a little slower and we can create a world of beauty we can create a world where we feel connected where we feel harmonious where we feel a sense of awe and wonder even in the littlest of moments the way that we get dressed in the morning maybe you want to add a bow to your hair i know people are saying that trend is over I don't think bows are ever over, (laughs) ever. Even just instead of scrolling on your phone, take some time to sit in silence and just appreciate the nature around you. This is the place I always want to bring things back to is how can we action them in our personal lives, in our everyday lives, because collective change starts with individual and personal change and it's easy to feel overwhelmed at the state of the world and think everything's backwards everything's wrong but how can we hold the entire world in a vision of peace and balance if we are not living from a place of peace and balance ourselves it's not possible it starts with us and it sounds cheesy but i cannot even describe to you how true it is Because when you show up in the world and you choose to live by your values, 
it gives everyone around you permission to do the same. It makes them feel more comfortable and see that it's possible. You become an expander for them in that way. And that is how change happens. And I just want to end this episode by saying it's important to feel comfortable in your space and in your body and in your home that is earth. It is not hard to see that collectively this loss of beauty that we're experiencing in art, in architecture, is leaving us feeling hollow and empty and disconnected from one another and nature itself. And it's not vain or superficial to desire these things, to want to create an environment of harmony where your nervous system can truly relax, where you can feel at ease, where you can even feel a part of something. Because currently our environments are just reflecting back to us that we are just clogs in the machine. We're lacking beauty, we're lacking purpose, we're lacking intentional energy. And this is extremely valuable. Maybe this can't be quantitatively measured or scientifically studied in a masculine sense, but that does not take away from its value or importance in any way. So the only real journal prompt that I am going to leave with you today is all about this topic. How does your environment affect you and how can you bring more intentional energy into your everyday life? How can we bring the essence of beauty into our days, into our daily life? How can you do this for yourself? What rituals can you infuse this into for yourself? I will have all of these prompts written down below in the show notes so you can come back to them when you've got your journal ready. You can also find links to all my other platforms on there if you want to follow me. And yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, share it on your story, leave a review. I love you so much and thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate it and I appreciate all your messages. So message me anytime. Bye. (laughs) 